0: Yeah,
1: so, Comedians on Court, cast, podcast, podcast. Broadcast. broadcast, right
0: now, broadcasting live from the Podcast Palace on Park Street in beautiful and dangerous Clearwater, Florida. It's the Comedians on Podcast. And now, here are your hosts, Tony Godd
1: and Pat Largo. Hey, guys, and welcome to the Comedians on Podcast. Podcast, and also of course, Happy Thanksgiving. It's Tony God and myself, Pat Largo. Always have uh, so much to be thankful for, including some new listeners on uh, Breaker. We want to thank, of course, people on Spotify and Google Podcast, all the platforms, and thank you, uh, new folks on Breaker. We're on this platform now, and also Tony informed me we're also syndicated on the Conversation Comedy Channel on YouTube. Yes. I've never, yes. I've been on YouTube for for a decade. I've never heard of this channel, but apparently we're syndicated. We ain't making any money at all. We're,
2: sa- we're saving the channel. But we're saving, we're the, saving channel. the channel. We're saving the channel. So you can subscribe
1: today at Comedians Uncorked if you're on YouTube, by the way. We post a, a few times a week, about two to four times a week, some new stuff and different elements there. So you can always click on subscribe yes. on YouTube. Uh, social media, of course, Facebook, Instagram, at Comedians Uncorked. And of course everything goes through the website comediansuncork.com links are always going to be in the description so again happy thanksgiving man i can't believe happy this Happy Thanksgiving Episode 6 so far so I'm six. thankful for this
2: Yes yes this is really great actually you know uh, and and by the way uh, just a quick shout out to uh, all the comics on the road right now Yeah out there uh, during the holidays I've done it myself I've been uh, in the middle of nowhere actually I've been in the mid in the uh, in the Midwest up in the Midwest during uh, Thanksgiving I remember Thanksgiving day it was snowing it was snow on the ground there was no show because it was Thanksgiving that night so it was like a, a night off that kinda of thing all I did that day was my laundry and just watched uh, movies on uh, hotel cable yeah, that's, what, guy, that's, but, what, but, you that's but, what you do. That's what you do.
1: It's it's <laughs> so. one of the loneliest things in, in art form, isn't it? Because you're solo yeah. when you're a comedian. Yeah. You're just solo. You're a one-person show most of the time. You so, know. And speaking of one person, which I really, really enjoy, and thank God she's letting us uh, be a part of this uh, studio here, is uh, Julie Hagen from yes. uh, Century 21 here in Clearwater, Florida. If you want to give her a shout. We were just talking about the traffic. Before coming in here. So a lot of people are moving here. So if you need uh, some uh, some real estate help, uh, Julie, uh, Julie Hagen Century 21, 727-902-9233, floridabeachbusiness.com. And before we get into some other salutations and stuff, we get got a lot going on this week with the, uh, uh, this is a good one you're talking about, did Dave Chappelle get canceled? This guy's getting canceled every other week, but they're then also not getting canceled every other week. Yeah, so, we're going
2: to talk about that with yeah. the news uh update we got
1: that uh chris tucker i saw something about this about chris tucker talking about and commenting on the friday franchise yes and why he was just in the first one and it did involve uh something you uh you smoke so he was talking which yes, i thought it that does. was interesting it so does. we'll go over that later yeah. uh tom segura is coming everywhere i'm a i'm a tom segura fan i also i've always loved him and uh, you like
2: do you like him coming
1: uh, everywhere everywhere I mean, so long, it's him. If Whatever he wants to do. Whatever <laughs> you do, it, just do it everywhere. Just
2: do it wherever.
1: Just uh, <laughs> everywhere. Way <laughs> to Tom Segura, for God's sake. And we also answer the question of the week. And I, I thought about this long and hard when you asked this. It was, what four comics would you like to see in a show together? And I yeah. asked you last week, dead or alive? You're like, whatever. So dead I th- or alive. Yeah, I thought of Either four or. That it may surprise you a little bit because it's not some ones you hear every day. I don't think. Okay. So we're going to talk about that. So. All
2: right, I got mine. You got yours going? Oh yeah.
1: Good man. And again, Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving to you, by the way, man. I knew you oh, got hey, some stuff thanks, going man. on, yeah, and just I appreciate uh, that. it's just been. Yeah, you know, I thought 2020 was a a weird year, which it was, and I was still kind of thankful for stuff. And then I had some stuff in my family going on a few months ago that wasn't good. So it just been. A weird, maybe not as weird as rioting and pandemic as last year, but some still some crappy stuff going on. So we hope you guys out there listening and watching, man, are uh, are having a good um, a good holiday and hopefully a good uh, holiday season, man.
2: Yeah, this is definitely going to be uh, almost a, a as close to norm as we're going to get at for the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, because everybody's doing the same crazy stuff they always do. so.
1: <laughs> and I don't mind, because we broadcast out of Florida. This goes around the world, but we're, we're in Pinellas County, Florida, here in beautiful Clearwater. Yes, so we are. So it's, it's about 79, 80 degrees today, something like that. It's, it's too sunny. hot. It
2: started out nice. Yeah. It started out nice, and it got too hot. Too hot. I get pissed <laughs> off. I'm so,
1: I'm, so, I'm just old and crotchety now. You give me July, August, and September in Florida. I want to be a snowbird. I want to live in, uh, what's yeah. called, well, nothing's cold. Maybe Wyoming. I don't know The anymore. Dakotas.
2: Everything's melting. It, it so. is. It's all coming to an end.
1: Boy, I tell you well, what. What else
2: is on the show?
1: If, if you haven't thought about suicide before <laughs> this rant, thanksgiving you were going to consider it right now
2: <laughs> you're bringing people down Jesus, they're, so they're getting ready to eat turkey or ham and watch football or whatever i
1: know i'm bitching about the weather 80 degrees in florida I'm oh sorry. i hate
2: the weather it's so hot how hot is it 78 degrees
1: it's so hot it's tom so segura is coming everywhere it's coming all right what do we got going on here you want to do the first Listen. um the first story about the well, uh, the news Oh, did you tell them
2: who's coming to Tuesday to be on the show? Oh,
1: God, I almost forgot about this that, for God's special. sake. This is cool. uh, special. So this is cool. Perfect
2: guest for the Thanksgiving show.
1: Yes. So this is episode six of the Comedians Uncorked podcast. And, um, you know, again, we're based out of uh, Clearwater, Florida. So mm-hmm. it's not like we're going to be having Tampa Bay folks on every single time. But right now, we can't help it because these people are hot and they're doing it and they're making it happen. We have yeah. a special guest. Her name is Aniria Turney. And she lives right here in the Tampa Bay area uh, uh, from not just being a, a, a comedic or comedian and an actor, but a, a wife, a mom. She kicks ass at all four. But, I mean, it's just goes to show you coming from this area, some people will be like, oh, you guys, if you want to do something, you should move to New York or Chicago or L.A. to act and do things. No, she's kicking ass right here. Yeah. At, uh, Netflix, uh, uh, Hulu projects, um, uh, NBC, Chicago Med type projects. It's just amazing yeah. what she's doing. So we're going to be having a in a little bit later on. I we'll be, we'll be yeah. talking with her about that. Yes. So, what else we got here? We got uh, you want to kick off with the uh, Dave Chappelle getting canceled thing?
2: Okay. So uh let's kick off with that story. The Dave Chappelle they canceled or did they? It's another one of those uh <laughs> because, Now this is from Yahoo News and I got another story from Yahoo News. Apparently they they're very comedy friendly because they're uh, bringing in the, uh, the info. So this story is uh, the headline. They're canceling stuff I didn't even want to do. Dave Chappelle <laughs> reacts to being uninvited. Look at this. He was uninvited from his high school fundraiser, his old high school's fundraiser. So I'm going to read the uh, first uh, paragraph here. Dave Chappelle continues to draw backlash. For the comments made about members of the LGBTQ plus community during his recent and much talked about Netflix special, The Closer. Right. Though he hasn't suffered any significant financial loss because of his statements, he was, however, uninvited from a special event set to take place at his alma mater. Mm-hmm. So um his old alma mater has reacted by um uninviting him, uh, uninviting him to the, uh, uh, basically to this thing. They were going to name, event, right. yeah, I think they were going to name a, 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 a library or something yeah. after him. They see, they canceled stuff. His reaction is basically they, they canceled stuff he didn't want to go to. He went to his show and, and said that. What? But uh, it, was a, it was a charity event for a new theater that was set to be named after the actor after students reportedly expressed feeling uncomfortable uh-huh, uh-huh. that they were being made to show Chappelle's support amid his controversy. Uh-huh. Sure. Uh, claims of a potential walkout by students were also reported, seemingly prompting the school to cancel the event altogether. Uh, Chappelle's um, people responded to that and basically, what happened is nothing significant, because in the end, they just rescheduled. They right. rescheduled for uh, for April 2020 oh. or 20 uh, 2022. 2022. Yeah. So this is basically these the school reacted. They basically put it on hold because the kids felt uncomfortable. And the truth is that these are these are high school kids. Mm-hmm. They're just developing their opinions, right? And so they really don't have a clear understanding of what this is, what's going on. They're just reacting because the people around them, the adults around them, are reacting this way. And so it's the same thing. It's like the people that the people that didn't want to see it. He gave the same answer that I gave the other the, uh, last week mm-hmm. about. If you're canceling me, you're not my audience anyways. You're not the person I'm trying to reach. You know, you're not my fan.
1: Well, true, true, right, right.
2: So, I mean, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really affect him.
1: It doesn't. Well, I guess it depends if you're so big that they can't cancel you, which I believe Chappelle is. And the thing yeah. is, I, I saw that, that story recently. You're right. Uh, I guess it's the same one where they said, well... Yeah, the kids are uncomfortable, and we're going to just put it on hold. So that the, the high yeah. school didn't have the balls to say to Dave Chappelle, hey, we're not going to do this. No, because okay?
2: they're getting money for that. And it's Dave Chappelle, <laughs> of
1: course. Yeah. So, you know, so that's fine. They'll have their little thing. They're going to little say-so to the kids. And now they're doing it, uh, they're putting it off until April. So I guess they graduate up there, I assume, in probably May or June next year. Yeah,
2: so, so it's the end-of-the-year type of thing,
1: you know. Everyone will be happy to be graduating. Exactly. Ma- maybe the kids will catch up on some old school Chappelle stuff. They'll,
2: they'll mature in the next couple they'll months. Mature.
1: Dude, I look at it this way: people, people have forgiven Michael Jackson because he may have allegedly done some stuff with allegedly yeah. a lot of kids, Serious. and people are like, "But, dude." It's thriller, man. In fact, even even Chappelle, I think, did that joke about that on the Chappelle show. It's like, it's thriller, man. He wrote thriller. Yeah. We don't care what he did. You so, gotta
2: keep your you gotta keep your cancel uh your canceling
1: uh policy in check. Well keep it in check. I don't right. mind high school kids trying to cancel because you're only in high school, you have no life experience yet. It's these other professional yeah, cancelers and stuff that are that are just that's what they do twenty four hours a day. Yeah. And they're getting some shit done, which makes me go, Wow, who is listening to these people? That's what scares yeah. me.
2: Well that's the thing. There's there's too much influence and there's too much uh influence by by bad information because it's like these kids are being dictated to by the grown ups. Mm-hmm. This has this has nothing to do with the kids because they don't know, they don't understand. That's why I that's why you don't do comedy for kids, because they don't get it yet. Right. They're just now developing their sense of self. Mm-hmm. They're developing their sense of opinions, you know, what they like, what they dislike, uh, you know, getting in touch with who they are emotionally and psychologically. So they don't know. Some people don't – like you've got people probably uh, feeling uncomfortable because they haven't even revealed that they're gay. You know what I'm saying? Right. Your high school kid's probably feeling awkward because it's like, well, you know, it's like I don't even want to reveal myself. Now I feel embarrassed, that kind of thing. Yeah. That's how they relate to the whole subject. So it's like you don't know what's going on in all those kids' minds, but they they're uncomfortable. That's the I mean, that's really the best word to for them to use. Like we're uncomfortable. We don't know how to feel. So, you know, yeah. I take it like that's how I see it anyways. I mean it's like I don't think it's good or bad. I think it's just like, you know what, we need it we need some time to digest this and understand it better. Maybe by the end of the year, the school feels more comfortable. They're not going to cancel it completely because the school is getting money for that kind of stuff. You know what? Because because all these companies and so forth, they're not putting that money in there.
1: It's, so, I think, one yeah. good high school orgy or just learning. You know, just do what you're supposed to do in high school. You get yeah. high, you know, a yeah. couple of hand jobs. and next thing you know, it loosens people up. You got hand jobs? I didn't get shit in high school. Man. I didn't. I didn't, and I didn't. So this is a
2: legend. So this is something you heard about, right?
1: I didn't give or get.
2: So this. So you're making this stuff up now. This is the well, misinformation no. we're talking about. Okay,
1: you're right. You're right. And I, I'm a horrible broadcaster for doing that. I'm just saying. I think in high school, some of these folks do that. So I think if they just did that a little bit, loosen up a little bit, and then go. You know what? Maybe after I. Maybe they need more hand jobs I in do high school. A, a Tom Segura and coming everywhere. Then I could. Uh, I could deal with Chappelle. But you're not going to cancel. I mean, I appreciate the kids being concerned. I appreciate that. Good for um, you, kids. But, but I mean, I don't want to say we're not listening to you, but we're just not... We understand you want to get it out in this day and age. Like, I'm
2: not listening to
1: them. I mean, we don't have to. Okay, good. That's the beauty of this The To country. hell with those kids. If we did this when we were young,
2: dude. Yeah. Well, we're moving on to uh, the uh, next story, which is the Chris Tucker story.
1: This is interesting.
2: And this is another one by uh, Yahoo News. So good on them. Uh... Uh, This one is, I'll read the headline. I kind of made it personal, Chris Tucker says. Friday influence on weed culture triggered his exit from the franchise. So, as I had mentioned before, like one of the favorite uh, franchises, for me was Friday, and one of my favorite characters was Smokey. You know, because I think that really defined it. Well, here goes (laughs) a freaking article confirming my suspicions. So I'll read this uh, the first paragraph here. Chris Tucker as Smokey is one of the most notable roles from the Friday franchise created by rapper and star of the movie Ice Cube. Mm -hmm. Tucker's character provided endless quotable lines. However, despite the film's popularity and subsequent sequels, Tucker went noticeably missing from the franchise after its initial installment with Mike Epps' character filling as a comedic relief. So over the years... There's been a lot of speculation as to why he left, why he departed the project. And, uh, there have been several reasons given, uh, some of them by Chris Tucker himself, as it mentions in this article. Now, Chris Tucker also went on, he's like, he's 50 now.
1: That's unbelievable. And, uh,
2: he, you know, he went on to be very successful with the rush hour, uh, franchise as yeah. well yeah. huge he was in the fifth element he was in a lot of he's been in a few movies so one of the reasons uh before before this came out that he said was about the money which they also mentioned again someone brings it up in the uh comments to the you know, like because uh, i guess they posted it to twitter or whatever so that's one of the things they said well he you know it's like he's flip-flopping on you know reasons why he didn't uh why he didn't return, but you know, realistically, there's there's not ever just one reason. There are always several reasons. But one of the reasons would be apparently because of the weed uh, aspect. He didn't want to be that guy, you know. So that was one of the reasons he gave. And of course, the money. He didn't make a lot of money. Uh, here's what here's what someone wrote. Uh, Tug, uh, Tucker said. Things ult- ultimately worked out well, leaving that franchise later allowed him to venture off to other kinds of roles. However, fans didn't appear to be buying the story the actor was giving, and this one said, "Chris Tucker's story has changed 30 times." <laughs> <laughs> so, but, uh, but, anyways, that's just an interesting story uh, coming on the heels of what we were talking about—the franchises. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, he only made like 10 grand on Friday.
1: Was it really that, that was a,
2: That's a small movie. This is this is cool. well, an true. independent movie. Yeah, that's true. Shot in 20 days, he only made 10 grand on it. So, as the person that really solidified its place in pop culture, for him not to get more money to come back would be ridiculous. You know, he's valuable to the franchise. Uh, but then again, also if you know he didn't feel comfortable with that image because you get you get stuck in that image in Hollywood you know once you're once you're that yeah. person you can get pigeonholed and it's not bad if that's what you want to do
1: right but right. if you
2: want to do other characters you kind of gotta take a hit and walk away and which he did take successfully
1: and he declined to take a hit he said no more weed um, <laughs> oh nice but you no, should do well, comedy but the weed thing and I I laud that I mean that's pretty cool no I I'm trying to think how he walked away so young because I forgot how old he was. Uh, yeah, he
2: wasn't that very old. Very young. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, I so, think he was still in his 20s. Oh, God, yeah. Because, I mean, that's if like...
1: Yeah, if he's only 50 now, right? Yeah. Yeah, he had to be very in his 20s. So, But to walk away from that, because that was probably his big his That was his big break. To date, right? Yeah, the big one. I mean, you know, uh, to start him off. But to say no to anything else... Uh, because of just the weed factor, I don't know. Like you said, yeah, you 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 want to be pigeonholed in Hollywood, but you think maybe I guess maybe he I don't know if he, if he had a premonition and saw other things coming down the line, or but he wasn't like you said. If he said no to to, to Friday, you know, the second Friday or whatever, okay. he must have known something.
2: Well, here's what he said. He said back then I got to tell you one of the reasons why I didn't do the second one is because of the weed. Right. Because I said, man, man, That's right. that movie <laughs> became a phenomenon. I don't want everybody smoking weed. I never really told people this because I kind of forgot about it. But it was one of those reasons why I didn't do it. Because I said, I don't want to represent everyone smoking weed. I kind of made it more personal than a movie. And that's one of the reasons I said, nah, I don't want to keep doing that character. Wow. So, I mean, you know, that's... Okay. And that's an artist's choice. Yeah, yeah. That's, That's basically what that is, so... So uh, it so, worked
1: out for him, obviously. Yeah. But imagine if he didn't score the like the rush hour stuff and things like that. Because I got to tell you, and I don't know how you feel about his um, comedy. I've seen one or two of his stand-up specials or some of his comedy, and I'm not anti Chris Tucker. I mean, yeah. I, but I, I do like. I think I like his acting
2: oh, more uh, than yeah. I like his comedy. I like him as a comedic actor more than uh, more than I'm drawn to his standup. Right. Right. But I mean, it know. took. But that's the thing. He wouldn't have been become that comedic actor that he is without the stand up first because you right. know because he took you have to take chances in the stand up.
1: That's just it.
2: So seeing him go crazy and broad in his acting, that came from being on stage doing that.
1: Yes. So. Well even Seinfeld, uh, him and Harvey were saying that on comedians uh, in cars getting coffee, saying that you notice how how comedians can go on to be great actors. Yeah. There really is no actors that come down and be great comedians, you know. And as I mean, you think about some of yeah. the really superstar actors and actresses yeah. that were stand-ups or at least improv. That's exactly true. And it's crazy how good. Yeah. So that that makes sense, but I am I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan, but and, but that look and that voice, whether it's from Friday or you know from a Rush Hour, you know, do you want to stand the words that are coming out of my mouth when he says yeah. that, man? That is just it's gold. It's man. gold. Yeah. It's just awesome stuff. That's man.
2: timing, that's every that's that's character. Yes. You know, so I mean that's
1: awesome.
2: Speaking of comics doing crazy wild things, we have a feel-good story. What are we doing? It's a got. feel-good story. Tom Segura. Comedian Tom Segura like inks with W M E. So this is a feel-good story just because a comic is doing well. Okay. He's doing pretty good, man.
1: He's kicking, he's killing right now.
2: So this is on Deadline. Uh, Comedian actor and podcaster Tom Segura has signed with WME for representation in all areas. Now this goes on to say Segura is best known for his Netflix special Ball Hog from 2020, Disgraceful 2018, Mostly Stories in 2016, and Completely Normal in 2014. Wow. Yeah, he's done a lot of shit. He
1: was popping about every two years. Yeah.
2: Now, this is another thing that he was supposed to release, huh. but because of COVID, it got set back. He was planning on uh, unveiling a uh, Spanish-language special on Netflix last fall, but it got delayed because of the pandemic. So, yeah, that's pretty cool, actually. And, uh, yeah, he's done quite a bit, man. I, I didn't actually realize how much stuff he's done just because you, uh, you see him. Doing one thing more than the other, like uh, you know, I, I see him on the on his uh, his, his podcast, mm-hmm. and uh, they've got a lot of stuff going on with that. But he's done quite a few movies. I'm surprised, and actually, he he just did uh, and uh, Steve Burns' movie, The Opening Act, which I haven't seen yet, and I want to because it's supposed to be really funny. Okay, and it's about starting out in comedy, like the guy getting to in comedy. So it's got a lot of uh, familiar faces. And uh, I still have to see it. And I, I'd like to get uh, get Steve on uh, just to talk about it because he's got everything he's been doing. I don't know if you know this. He actually did a uh, a documentary about um, uh, the uh, amazing Jonathan.
1: Oh, Steve Byrne did? Yes. Oh, the amazing Jonathan, the magician, the magician yes. comedian guy. Yes, love you him look too. look it
2: up, man. Look up that special. Look up that that documentary. It's really good. Okay. It's really good. <laughs> yeah, he's he's become quite a filmmaker himself, and he's actually uh, I think he just finished working on. He's worked on a new hour for another special?
1: I Yes, that I think. Because uh, uh, I, I share him on the Comedians on Cork page on Facebook and stuff. Yeah, and sometimes yeah. we'll go back and forth and say hi uh, once in a while. And I know he's from Pittsburgh. I think I saw him playing hockey one day.
2: Yeah, he plays hockey. And yeah, I said, is that you? And he goes,
1: that's me, man, since I was a kid. I'm like, wow. <laughs> but um, I didn't realize. Now, real quick, on Segura note, though, uh, is he still doing... Um, Two bears, one cave with Kreicher.
2: Yes, that's on his uh, podcast network, which okay. is uh, your mom's house studios. Right. Okay, and he does a he does a podcast, your mom's house with his wife. Yep. So, uh, which is uh, they do some pretty good stuff on there. Yeah. Uh, very uh, very good observational stuff on uh, what's in the news and pop culture and and he really hates Garth Brooks. I didn't know. Tom Segura does not like Garth Brooks. Okay. He's got friends in low places.
1: Yeah, yeah. and I forgot that he speaks uh, uh, the fluent Spanish. So yeah. I would love. to Oh, hear. his
2: last name is Segura. Segura, yeah. Segura.
1: Have you ever heard that, that bit on one of his standup specials? No. And he's in a hotel, and he goes. The guy behind the desk, he goes. The front desk attendant says, "Oh, uh, Mr. Segura, you, uh, you are Asian." He goes, "No." <laughs> he goes, "Oh, you think of your name, Segura?" Segura. <laughs> Tom Segura goes. Yeah, but you can do that with any name. You can go Mr. Smith. <laughs> 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 Segura, he cracks perfect, me up, yeah. man. He cracks me up. That's but perfect.
2: But yeah, good for him. Uh I would say watch out for more stuff from Tom Segura. It looks like uh he's got some kind you know, he's he's got he's on uh he's found his lane and uh yes. he is going uh at high speed right now. So good for him. Congratulations. And that wraps the news.
1: I like that. I'm going to look up some Tom Segura uh, dates, too, and put them in um, a little where they at later, just because we're talking yeah. about Segura. So well, he's got to be on tour.
2: Well, well, as a matter of fact, that's the uh, the headline uh, that we that we gave, uh, Coming Everywhere. That's the name of his tour, which is going to be running through 2022, Good. as a matter of fact. So uh, look him up, see if he's coming to your town. The name of the tour is uh, Tom Segura, Coming Everywhere. And, uh, yeah, check him out very funny man he really is man he really is very ready yeah and I think
1: (sighs) it's uh... is it time to get to the question
2: no I think it's time to get to oh
1: we're gonna get to uh, the uh, Aniri attorney uh, yes uh, interview we hope hope you enjoy this interview this Comedians Uncorked uh, interview with uh, Tampa Bay comedian and actor Aniri attorney Uh, the fellows had to take a short break apparently there's a bit of an indigestion
0: problem and they're down the hall Uh, You're now stuck with me for a couple of moments, so let me just say, I don't use shoehorns any longer. They're bad for my feet. They make my bunions hurt. And lunch meat. Oh, lunch meat is bad for you. Huh? Oh, they're back. Here again, Tony Godd and Pat Largo with Comedians Uncorked. And stay away from that lunch meat.
1: Yep. Hey, welcome. This week's guest on the Comedians Uncorked podcast is a, uh, a mom, a wife, an actor, comedian, and she's kick-ass at all four. She lives right here in the Tampa Bay area. We love having one of our own on. This is so cool. You've seen her on probably on uh, some of her work on Netflix in the uh, uh, Marlon Wayans movie uh, Naked. Also some stuff on Hulu, uh, <laughs> The Act with Patricia Arquette, and a show on NBC called... Chicago Med. Please welcome our first guest ever, actually in the Comedians on Cork Podcast <laughs> Studios, Aniria Attorney. Yay! Right. <laughs> welcome. This is welcome. great and Happy Thanksgiving to oh, you. Oh, thank you. Happy Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving
0: to you guys. You. Yeah,
2: this is the Thanksgiving show.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah and thank you for having me
1: <laughs> on here. This is awesome. And and, and <laughs> uh, just lean in a little bit. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. And and go. real quick, to, let me kick it off with that. With with it being Thanksgiving, what's some of the uh, the traditions of the uh, of the uh, the attorney uh, household?
0: Well, um, that's a good question. Usually, we we do the Caucasians with the Puerto Ricans <laughs> tradition.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. I think I'm with you. There. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So, like, like this. Actually, we're gonna throw an Asian in here because my father-in-law, his girlfriend is. I forgot. I think it's from the Philippines.
2: Oh man! Hey, okay. listen. I hope you got that right because I, I didn't mention this before, but. Our, our demographics are uh, are changing. Showing that we have four um, percent listenership in the oh. Philippines. Oh,
1: seriously? Yeah. I love. <laughs> and that where? In the Philippines. The Philippines. Oh. Hello, Philippines. Well, I hope a. Which is good. I, I hope a, that's true. Then I had yeah. a question about my Discover card, so I'll talk to them after. Yeah, yeah. This. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't, I can't
0: remember yeah. if it's the Philippines, Korea. It's not Korea. Mm-hmm. It's
1: so it's. uh,
0: I feel so ignorant right now, people. (laughs) I hope she brings.
1: I hope she brings a dish to the to the party. I bet it's going to be. Yeah, actually,
0: we're meeting at her house this year for the first time. Okay. And she's got some friends coming over, and then I personally cannot have a Thanksgiving without my mother's turkey. So I always, wherever I'm going to be at Thanksgiving, I invite my mother and I make her bring her own turkey. Nice. Yes. Because Smart. it's just, so we're going to have like too much food, but I just, refi- I told my mom, poor, poor her, I said, you know, you're going to be making this turkey until you die. <laughs> because <laughs> I am not, oh, I'm sorry, no, is that me? I thought I had to turn this off.
2: She's very busy. She's what?
1: Yeah, probably busy. her agent right there. Yeah. So. What? Oh what? God. What makes your mom's turkey so? Is it a special, just a special thing? The way she does it, particularly?
0: Uh, yes, it's juicy and garlicky, oh. and it's got a lot of good spices. And she just gets in there. And I know turkeys are heavy, so I know with time, I'm going to have yeah. to just start coming over and helping her.
2: To bring it in portions. Yeah. Bring it in pieces. Yeah, yeah. Bring
0: it in pieces. <laughs> so it. we're going to meet over there, and it'll be my mom the attorneys you know my uh, my father-in-law uh my stepson my kids and then the asian side the right. asians. <laughs> So it'll be. and it'll the be asians and she will she will bring food because she always has food and it's good i've eaten that's what we like to hear yeah.
1: nice so you uh, have uh, uh, a question for an area about just a uh,
2: uh, well, I think we got the Thanksgiving stuff covered. Yes. Although, <laughs> although, yeah, we know what she wants. My mom's Loss, turkey. Lots of turkey. Yeah. Now let's go. Well, actually, you know, we, I mentioned this at the top of the show uh, about uh, comics. I yeah, send a shout out to the comics that are working on the holidays. Uh, like I've, I've had to work on Thanksgiving. Oh, on the yeah. road, That kind of thing. Uh, have you had to do any of that? Like the holidays? Uh, holiday Never Thanksgiving, like but
0: I've had to do New Year's.
2: New Year's. New Year's Yeah, I've done that too. Yeah,
0: and I kind of like it. You know, the New Year's is a little different because family-wise, my family kind of does their own thing. So it's not that, oh, we got to get together. So my husband and I, Joe, we kind of... Make like oh this is gonna be our New Year's celebration. So if I'm yeah. I'm out of town for a show, then he'll come with me. But it's That's been cool. a while. It's been a while, obviously, New since years. I've done a New Year's. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Usually the holiday <laughs> shows.
2: On. Yeah, they they usually pay better because it's you know you're it's it's a uh, you know the holiday, holiday type of thing. Uh, the New Year's ones is pretty good. I try to avoid working the holidays anymore. Like I used to try to pursue that. No, oh, this is you know it's great to work the holidays. Blah blah blah. But as I got older, I was like, you know what? It's like, I, w- I just want to celebrate the holidays. Yeah. Like, if somebody comes and asks me, like, if, you know, there's an opportunity, I might take it. You know, if it pays well and, mm-hmm. you know, it's a good uh, good room. But otherwise, I don't really seek it anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, you know what? Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm fine. If I, I'd, I'd rather be home with, with family or, you know, if that's the kind of thing you do. But, yeah, I was like... Just because I've done it already, and yeah. you know, I'm like, you know what? It gets it gets kind of lonely out here. I'm like the only. <laughs> it's like I don't get the, I don't get any turkey today.
0: It's like, <laughs> oh man, in yeah, a hotel you
2: know, room. It's like
0: <laughs> it, it, it's funny because as I go through my career, there's so many things. The more you do it, that you're just like, okay, I'm not willing to do that anymore. Well, you know what you want. Yeah, you, you, know, what you know what do. you want, and you yeah. seek it. And if if the right if the people that you thought could give it to you. Aren't then you just create it, you know? Yeah, you just do your own thing.
1: Yeah, that's the beautiful thing about nowadays. You can, you can like what we're doing. Yeah, you know, years ago, if, if anyone said uh, we want to do a show, okay, how do we do it? Well, we have to contact a TV station or get an agent, or we got to get a big warehouse and get people and lighting and spend thousands of dollars on microphones and cameras. Yeah, now you spend a few hundred bucks, you get a studio, and you're broadcasting around the world. So
0: Isn't that it's, awesome? it's, it's a
1: really, really neat thing. So. Now, uh, uh, people, we were talking about, you know, you're doing comedy and stuff. Now, wh- what have you done uh, longer, uh, acting or comedy? Oh, comedy. Okay.
0: I was definitely a comedian first. I've been doing comedy, I think, 17, maybe going on 18 years wow. now. Um, and acting came maybe seven years ago now. Um, and I, I started acting to kind of enhance my comedy career, uh dean napolitano another comedian Mm -hmm. here from florida he said you know people always want to come see somebody who's been on tv and i'm like you know i always say me on tv please (laughs) and so he was uh very encouraging and supportive and he kind of walked me through the process how to get into it and i hated it at first i hated it because you know as a comedian you when you learn comedy it takes so long to get where you're at to get good and confident here i was oh my god now i gotta start something new i don't like it i'm not used to it but then there came a point where it's like god i love this yeah you know yeah and i really enjoy it
2: yeah a lot of it uh i mean you don't realize i think like when you say you have to start over that kind of thing a lot of people don't realize you've already put time in yeah you know with with the other things you've done you've put time in like when i like like i actually did it kind of the opposite of you because I was doing acting like a couple years before I started doing comedy. And I went to started, I actually started going to do open mics just to work on like character stuff.
0: Wow. But
2: so it was accidental mm. that I found it. Like, okay. This is actually what I need to be doing. This Ooh. is, this is more comfortable to me. This is, you know, this expresses me better. So that's how I got into that. But it's like, they both, you know, they both work together. It's like, and what like and i think that's the thing like you hit that comfort level. Yeah, yeah. You know.
0: Yeah, you do because you know i was a horrible actress when i started. <laughs> you know, i don't know if other people start out good. I i have seen people start out good. Let me say that cuz i do have friends that from the get go were really good yeah. and they're doing big things. I have a friend. That's awesome. She's just shot a film with Danny Trejo. Nice. And wow. she's <laughs> been doing it like way less than me. Yeah, so <laughs> Uh, shout out to Samantha Gonzalez.
2: Yeah. Samantha Gonzalez.
0: All right, but, one to um, look for. Yes, for sure. And um, and when I started acting, I was terrible. And my first agent ever, she she needed she saw me in class in Kathy Laughlin's class, mm-hmm. and um, you know she didn't have a Hispanic middle age, mm-hmm. you know probably bilingual and comedic timing that kind of thing. So. She had me audition for her, you know, in her in her office. She was interested, so I drove to Orlando, and I will never forget that meeting. She gave she's like, "Here, honey, you're gonna take these two. You're gonna sit outside my office. These two scripts, and you're gonna read them through. It's you Kathy got Loughlin. ten minutes. Yeah, yeah no, that yeah. was uh, Tracy. Oh, okay. Tracy with Brevard. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. Okay. You're gonna sit out there in my item, my office, and you got ten minutes to look him over, and you're gonna come in, and you're gonna do a cold read. I'm like, I did not even know what a cold read was. Oh, really? You yeah. done a
2: cold read before. I had,
0: I had never done a oh, cold my read. God. So the whole time I'm like, oh, this is funny. Um, I was horrible, and when I was done, she looked at me and she's like, you know what, honey, you're a little green. So you're not going to do TV or film right now. <laughs> you're going to do industrials and commercials. Yeah. yeah. And But she took a chance on me. Yeah.
2: And, and that's a big agency. That's yeah. That's a very prominent agency. She,
0: thank you. Thank you for saying that. She is. She's a fantastic agent. And then within, uh, I think, three months after that, or maybe more, three or four months after that, uh, I got a script for, like, a film. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. She changed her mind. And then it was with Marlon Wayans. And I'm like, what? I'm like, oh, this is a long shot, you know? And, uh, wow. and yeah. And I'm like, it, but what saved me for that particular film is they, they really wanted somebody to just kind of improvise. Mm-hmm. They're like, these are your lines, but be loose with them. Um, and it was just a chance to be me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know that I, I... I know that I couldn't have done that with, like, another script. You know, I was too new to be dramatic. And I think as comedians, you know, part of our thing is that we laugh at our pain. So we suppressed all those emotions. Oh, yeah. And, oh, it's so funny. And that's what was hard for me to transition to. It's to get them out. To get them out. Yeah. And so... Um, you know, to be able to cry or dig into something that'll cause the reaction that the script calls for was really, really hard.
2: Well you know what? Uh, shout out to Tracy, uh, your agent, for knowing that you were right for the part. Yes. That's their that's that's their job. That's, that's their talent. That's exactly why you have an that's exactly how you want to get an agent that you feel comfortable with because they know even when you don't know.
0: Yeah. She's that's like, true. you know what?
2: She might be a little new, but she's right for this.
0: Yeah. And, you know, and and I think because she auditions people, Mm -hmm. you know, she saw me work a scene. But, you know, when you go to a class and you've been working on a scene for weeks, it's different than a cold read.
2: Yeah. Cold reads are difficult.
0: So I think because she saw that I was doing the scene and I could deliver, she I think she took that chance. My cold read was terrible. But then she came back... um, I don't know how much, maybe a year later, to the class to teach uh, an auditioning class. Mm. And she pulled me to the side. She's like, oh, my God. She's like, you've gotten so much better. (laughs) And so then I started, obviously, getting more auditions. She took more of a chance.
1: And it's been great. And what's Tracy's last name again? Danielle. Danielle. And Mm -hmm. what's the name of the agency again?
2: Brevard Talent. Brevard Talent. Yeah, they're out of of Orlando. Correct. Yeah, even though they're
0: called Brevard. Brevard yeah. Talent Group. I that's think good. they might have been in Brevard before.
1: Well, she deserves a shout out because she yes. uh, spawned an area. This is, a, <laughs> this is a, like, almost like a fan question. What do you what do you like more currently, uh, uh, comedy or or acting?
0: Oh, that's tough. That's really tough because nowadays I feel like I audition so much that I've gotten so deep into the acting because you know with acting you don't it's not easy to book like it is with comedy.
2: Yeah, it's a different thing. It's yeah. a
0: whole different thing and a ton of rejection. But I, I get so focused on acting, I love it, but then a show will come like a comedy show, and it's like, "Oh, I miss this. you know, so it's a it's a toss up. It's really hard. Well,
2: let me ask you a follow up to that. Do you feel like maybe you're finding a balance with the two?
0: Mm, that's still a challenge. I find that it it's still a challenge because i I a couple of reasons. With acting, you you do tons of auditions, and you don't know that you book until sometimes two days before or a day
2: before. Yeah, or, or, or like a a month or two later. After oh the yeah. Audition, yeah, yeah, yeah. You completely forgot about. Yeah, it.
0: what did I book?
2: Because you 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 have hope, like you know, you leave the like you have the audition like now it's self tape, so you leave your room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like oh, feeling this is like good, oh, this is, or you don't know. Yeah, which usually is the ones that that you have more success with. You don't you don't feel, you don't know how to feel. I don't know if I like that.
0: Yes. And yes. then you
2: land it, but it's like you put it, you send <laughs> that out, you move on because you got other auditions, you got other work to concern yourself with. But then like you forget about that audition five six weeks later.
0: Like hey, <laughs> And you have to be reminded. <laughs>
2: yeah, and then you're like, oh, do I need to get that script again? <laughs> yeah. I don't know the
0: lines anymore. So. <laughs> That's exactly how it is. So I think that that's a challenge because when you book a comedy club, they've got you on their books for months sometimes.
2: Yeah. Yeah, And you can can even book a year ahead. Yeah. Yeah. And
0: I say comedy clubs, but I don't mean just clubs. I mean like, you know, like your Pat Largo's or any venues, um, you know, two days before the show, all of a sudden, Oh, you have an opportunity to be in a Marvel movie. Yeah. Are you 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 available? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Let me grab my cape. And the thing is, I mean, it's Marvel.
1: Yeah.
0: You know? Exactly. But at the same time, you're, you know, we do stand up because we love stand up. And we're always grateful for people that give us opportunities. And the last thing we want to do is screw them over. Yeah. But. Yeah. But it's Marvel. (laughs) That's
2: the thing. It's like, if you do this gig, you know that that Marvel credit is going to get you more comedy shows get you more bookings put you in front of more fans that's right and when you go back to the guy that you had to cancel on you're going to be bringing him a better deal that's you know, true like, i never look, thought of that you know it's like you know i know it, Well, you know i'll give you a good example of that um dave chappelle this was years and years and years ago this is like probably over a decade well over a decade ago when uh he when he had his the the chappelle show in, uh, on Comedy Central, he was just getting into that. This is just before that even was was about to happen. He was supposed to come to the uh, the Tampa Improv. Mm-hmm. Oh, so he had canceled probably like three times. Oh, every, wow! And rescheduled because things kept popping, popping off, up. you know. And he was like, you know, he was he was on a trajectory. Yeah, and it was like he was skyrocketing. But what he did was. He didn't like wipe that, uh, wipe that booking off his books. He called the club and he told him, he's like, I'm I I promised you I was gonna come to your to your club, and do those shows, and I'm coming. He's like, we're gonna do this. I know things are crazy now, but we're gonna do this. He came in the play Obviously, the place was packed. Oh wow! They had to add shows. I mean, he was just. But he came to the and that's like and he complied. To, and That's a big room for yeah. com, for comedians, but for a star, that's a small room. He yes. should he should be doing the theater at that mm-hmm. point. Yeah. You know, arenas. You're, you know, thousand seaters. <laughs> you know, five thousand seaters. Things ten thousand seaters. This uh, this room seats like four hundred. You yeah. know, seats so about four hundred people. Which, uh, that's big, and that's a lot of people in one in one room. But uh, yeah, he came back just in. But he packed the place out. So it's like he didn't, as he was getting famous, as he was growing in fame, yeah. like now you couldn't even put him in there unless no. he wanted to come in and to Just mort- because
0: he right. wanted, yeah, yeah, just because he wanted to. Yeah,
2: but, you know, realistically, you couldn't book him. You couldn't afford to put him in that room without the, the ticket prices being outrageous. is that something? So, yeah, so that's the kind of thing, though. It's like, you know, you might have to cancel, but because of what you're doing, you know, you're going to be bringing that, uh, that booker, that room, uh, a greater benefit later down the road, yeah. just yeah. the same way they did for you, giving you the the
0: first gig in the first place, you know. Oh yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it's just.
1: But then it's, if she if she books that that Marvel gig, then my comedians on court gig won't be able to afford her. I, this, I would always see
0: comedians on court. This is our last. Is our last <laughs> I may cancel <laughs> on you three because times. I'm a
1: one and done, <laughs> Dave Chappelle. I'm a one and done. You cancel one time. No, uh, so, and, and and that's a great, and that also goes to show you about how good Dave Chappelle is. Yeah, yeah that's is.
2: that's that's a lot of um, integrity. Uh,
1: that is. And who are your uh, acting or comedy like inspirations, like were you growing up, or like like when you, you know, before you even thought about doing it, would you have, did you have acting or, or comedy in mind when you were a much younger in area your attorney?
0: <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, yeah, actually, when I moved, I, I was born in El Salvador, and my mom's Puerto Rican, my father's Salvadorian, so I'm half and half. But they met in college in Puerto Rico, and then they came to the States when I was six. Um, because they wanted to pursue master's and PhDs at UF, actually. And as a young couple with two kids, because I have a younger brother, going to college, you know, and then the English not being their first language, it was difficult for them. You know, it was, it was difficult. It was a challenge. You know, I'm sure they were constantly stressed. I don't know how they did it. Yeah. But one of the things that they always did every week was there was a couple of shows that were staples in that household carol burnett was one of them Mm -hmm. the andy griffith show those are the two that i remember most but when i would see my parents laugh because i know how hard their everything else was I think, I don't know if that's where the whole fascination started. You know, the like, the, oh, my God, if people laugh, they feel better. And, mm-hmm. and so I would say Carol Burnett, even though she's sketch comedy, and I love sketch yeah. comedy. She's, she was one of the first people that really caught my attention. Um, that at was a that, great show. <laughs> yes. And, you know, and at that age, I didn't understand How difficult it was for women to get do what she was doing. Yeah. I had no idea. And she was running it. She was running it. Uh, I love Lucy. Lucille Ball was another one that was... Wow. Um, But then as I got closer (coughs) to uh, the age where it might be a possibility that you're going to do stand-up... My love for stand-up started when I was 14. Mm. At 14, I wanted to do stand-up. But I didn't know how. And I just... That's when stand-up went out of the clubs and onto TV.
2: Yeah. And
0: so I started watching that. And I was like, wow, I know. I don't know what in me said it, but I said, I know I can do this. I know that's for me. Of course, my parents said, you're crazy. Mm -hmm. No. And um, (laughs) as I got older, John Legu Samo, believe it or not, definitely caught my attention. I saw one man show, and I know that that's not stand-up. But listening to his stories, he was half Puerto Rican and half Colombian. And all these characters he created, I'm like, oh, so there's room for that? Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, it's a tight little spot. But he really inspired me to actually do it. Mm -hmm. Because I thought if he's telling those stories and I'm enjoying the heck out of those stories, I want to do the same because I got stories.
2: now he's wearing your shirt.
0: And now he's wearing my shirt. Is that something? Yeah, I would have never thought back then.
2: I want to, uh, a last question on uh, the film stuff uh, before we before we talk about uh, K-Funny. Tell me about the short films. You've been working on short films. The, there was one recently you worked on called Come.
0: Yes. It's, it's
2: a Latin short film. It was
0: a Latin short film. Now, that one's won
2: some awards, correct?
0: It's won a ton of awards. It did the... Um the what do you call it film festival circuit and it won uh, a lot of award a lot of nominations some awards um funny enough <laughs> just for the discouraged actor um <laughs> it, it's a short film shot in lakeland you know and written by a girl in lakeland it was her story about when she moved from puerto rico to lakeland okay wow and a being transition. a Puerto yes being puerto rican and the whole you know awkwardness I auditioned for that. I remember at at my acting class, we were going to have a showcase and one of my agents um, was going to be coming in. And, you know, it's always a good opportunity for them to see you again, to remind them, look how good I am, you know? And don't forget (laughs) to call me. And she was coming um, when... uh, I think when this was going to be shot so okay. i had audition i well let me go back to the audition so i went to the audition and it was funny because i was gonna play a grandma and i saw two other grandmas that looked more like grandmas and i'm like hi uh. the fat chance fat chance so then i go in and they auditioned us and everything was improvised they're like okay you're gonna just talk about coupons well to your daughter at the dinner table and so I just did me yeah and then okay thank you bye I was like oh, I blew it hmm. you know I blew it they didn't like you but and everybody else stayed but me so I was like oh that they and I'm like they still gotta do the other two grandmas but I booked it and nice. then when I booked it I didn't know whether I accept it because my agent was coming and one of my friends said at the end of the day it's a short film but it's work yeah and I'm like, yeah, exactly. you know, you're right. She's like, your agent's gonna understand. And she was right. My friend was right. Thank you, Davina. And so I did it not knowing that it was gonna be, you know Yeah. That it was gonna be such a, a hit and it's on HBO Max now.
2: Oh really? Yeah. Congrats. Yeah, That's it's on HBO awesome. Max. They now, just it's think- called Come, which is which uh in English it basically looks like com, come, C O M E
0: my mom hates that. But it. it's
2: in it's in, in Spanish. It's come. It means to eat. eat. Yeah. So that's a. So My mom's like, cool. did they
0: really have to name it that? You know, yeah. because that was on HBO Max, and it just says come. Yeah. I like. I it's, know, mom. Well, you know what? It's gonna get a lot of views. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah get that's a lot true. <laughs> Should have shown more
1: <laughs> cleavage. Like, this is yeah. it. So that's cool. That's good. And I miss. just... Uh, this. May, it could be here or later. But where? Where do you see yourself? in your career comedically acting or just in life in like say in, in the next five ten years what, what do you see yourself yeah what's
2: the trajectory there
1: uh,
0: good question um i don't want to give up anything that mm-hmm. i'm doing right don't. now don't yeah <laughs> i in five years i hope that i would have found a balance um i it's a good question i think i'm gonna be humble and i'm gonna say even if it takes five more years, I want to get my first recurring role in a TV show. I've auditioned yes. for a few, came close with one. I got a call back, but I didn't book it. Nice. So that would be my goal. I have to book a recurring I don't have to. I know. I, know. I,
2: I want to do the same. Yeah, yeah a like. recurring <laughs> role in anything.
0: Yes. I prefer a comedy or something I'm just good at. Yeah. You know, and uh, I would like to continue the Kev Funny. I mean, I know we're, you know, with the pandemic and everything, we're kind of getting off to a slow start. But I would like to see Kev Funny in the next five years continue to to be shown everywhere.
2: Yeah, I think that that's one of those things that continues to grow. You know, obviously Mm -hmm. it's been set back because of everything that's been going on. But yeah, but yeah, I mean, I think uh, that's actually a pretty good show. Thank
0: the, you.
1: Speak it into I existence. Love it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, tell the people if they don't know what what K Funny actually what we what you've been doing. Yeah, it's your creation, right? K Funny. Yes,
0: I'm so proud of it. K Funny. Here's <laughs> part of the crew. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the white guy. The white guy. My each. favorite white. Guy
1: i'm half italian yeah. <laughs> it's largo largo is his last name uh-huh. largo
0: and the ladies love that name Largo.
1: i know i picked a hell of a time <laughs> to get a girlfriend sorry lisa <laughs> breaking up with her tomorrow
0: Ch- or
2: change your name right. <laughs> Pat right <laughs> <Pequeno.
1: laughs> not for
0: nothing but some of my my puerto rican friends were like he's kind of uh, cute and I'm like, it? Oh, it? he's taken <laughs> see
1: this this is, this is like high school i'm always so close
0: I'm like, <laughs> wow, always oh, so close. But yeah, so Kefani, Funny, I came up with that because like we were talking earlier, you know, you get tired of like begging, book me, book me. And I thought I also uh, wanted to produce a show that had a more diverse um, lineup where I would hear about different cultures. It doesn't mean you have to be Hispanic to be on Kefani. Funny. It just means talk about culture and how... Because we, we interlive yeah. with each other. You know, I don't know. It's mostly word. Hispanic.
2: Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> it's
0: a Hispanic-driven show. Yeah. But I love having, for example, Pat on it because I'm married to a white guy. And I'm going to tell you right now that a lot of my Puerto Rican girlfriends are married to white men. Yeah. So you put a show... With a little bit of diversity like that, then they both can enjoy. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. as a Latin woman with a Caucasian husband, mm. I'm sure there are times when he's like, "Oh, not on
2: these You know. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got to think though. It's like so many, uh, so many couples are now uh, mixed. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like it's like. Well, my parents, they were married for forever. You know, my dad, Puerto Rican. My mom, Caucasian.
0: Oh, I never knew that. So yeah.
2: So it's like, I mean, that's why I look Italian. But <laughs> no, it's like nobody knows what I am. What is going to happen. Yeah. So that's like, so
0: fun. I had no idea. But
2: yeah. So it's like they've been, you know, they dealt with all of those issues of, uh, you know, like discrimination and all that kind of stuff way back in the 60s. Yeah. You know? They we were married tough. in the 60s. So it's like that's and they dealt with all that they stayed together it's like we're all there's it's five of us kids what but that's the that? thing there's so many uh, people like that that they're going to appreciate the cross culture humor you know because it, it it's relatable now that's relatable not just not just airplane food or you know those <laughs> silly you know those those run down yeah. jokes that everybody's always doing no, it's it's a different time now. You know, time has evolved and uh, so has our experiences. So now it's like there's a whole line of humor that we get to address, you know, because of our own experience.
0: Yeah. And, you know, as a female and a Latina in the comedy world, when I started, a lot of people did not relate to what I was saying, you know, it, where I started. Because, I mean, we're in Florida, let's face it. Yeah. You know, and some of the open mics, people didn't get it. And, like, and some of the bookers, you know, I wasn't their thing. And it was tough. But now I feel like, you know, I've kind of grown into my stories. And um, and I think, like you said, it's very relatable. You see more, um, you know, the, the cross-cultural yeah. Yeah. thing. And uh, I forgot where I was going with Pat this. Pat did
2: the same thing. He goes out with blondes now.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, guys or girls. At this point, I can't be I can't be choosing. I love you, picky. Lisa. That's why we white guys we love the Puerto Ricans. Great cooks and they got big booties.
2: So, so yo, so let's uh, so let's give a couple. Let's give that date. We got a there's a show in January. Let's do that, and then let's get to our question. Our
1: question of the All week, because right. okay, we're great. dragging an area yeah, into this. one That's right. Here we go. Oh boy. So uh, the uh, the K funny uh, the next show coming up. It's going to be in twenty. Twenty-two in yes. january yes. and it is
0: it is on january 29th nice at the Ritchie theater in newport Ritchie, mm-hmm. and i'm very excited Me that's too. gonna be yeah, our second so,
2: one yeah definitely uh obviously we're gonna be posting the uh, links and stuff in the description yep. but uh we'll definitely remind you about that because we're gonna be on that as well and uh Jeff Louise yes. is filling the fourth spot. Jeff
0: Louise is gonna be doing a, a spot on there and I'm very excited. And
2: Jeff Louise is he's Cuban, right? Yes. Yep. He's so we Cuban. got a Cuban. We got
0: a Cuban, a a Puerto Rican, Puerto Puerto Rican Rican, Salvadorian, and and this guy. We got a white guy. (laughs) In
2: case we get pulled over. Yeah, you speak for us all. Everybody, shh.
1: I'll handle it. Pat,
2: give him that white guy. They're gonna think
0: he's the what is the coyote? (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
2: He's he's running us.
1: Officer, no need for bloodshed. Just put the gun away. All right, let's do the uh, the question of the week. Which uh, what did you have us for us last week? Well, well, let's
2: uh, introduce Aniria to the question. So each oh, yeah, yeah. week oh. we, we give a question of the week for the show. And, mm. you know, if if, uh, if listeners want to uh, leave comments to the answers or even they could leave a voicemail mm-hmm. and uh, uh, for us as well. We could play it on the show. And matter of fact, for next week's question, we're going to give you next week's question. And if you want to call in, leave a voicemail oh. for us. We'll play it on the show as well.
0: All but right. I like that.
2: This week's question of the week was, which four comics... Would you like to see in a lineup together, living or dead? Oh God! So me and Pat have made a list. We'll go first. Yeah. leave me a couple Gives minutes. Gives me time to think. Yeah. <laughs> so did did you want to go first, Pat? Oh
1: yeah.
2: All right. So so Pat, this is yours. These are yours.
1: I, I uh, yeah. This is, uh, one of these hit me actually yesterday. Or I had three, and then I said, Oh, I got one. This is just a, it's a crazy little lineup, but I kind of thought long and hard about this. I would like to, since it's either dead or alive. Comedians, four comedians you want to see do a show together. Charlie Chaplin. All right. Wow. Groucho Marx. Ooh. Oh, man. Paul Mooney. And then uh, Mitch Hedberg.
2: Wow. On the same uh, show? Yes.
1: Man. And my wow. reasoning is I want, I would love to have them go in order like Chaplin and then Groucho follow Chaplin. I want to see Paul Mooney riff. <laughs> If I had a choice. I want to, I want to have Riff him... Riff on the
0: whitest
2: guys.
1: I want to hear him...
0: <laughs> and then Paul Mooney. What would
1: he say? What would Paul Mooney say about Charlie Chaplin and Groucho Marx? Oh and then God. do his own stuff, which was, of course, yeah. amazing. And then oh just to have God. Hedberg come up and do his witty one-liners and just be Mitch Hedberg. That's but hilarious. that would be my... I just want to see, what would Chaplin do outside of silent movies? Yeah. Because he was. he was... Obviously, he was a comedian. He's, yeah. he's comedy. Yeah. He but I comedy. saw, and that one, was it Robert, uh, who did the show, the Chaplin movie? Robert uh, uh, Downey.
2: Yeah, Downey Jr. Which oh, was amazing. Yeah. It
1: was amazing. Yeah. If you yeah. haven't seen it, go check it job. out. Yeah. Fantastic. Oh, my God. And and, and uh, it, just the struggles he had and, and the stuff like that was amazing. But I would love to see that. Chaplin, Groucho Marx, which I just, it's just Groucho Marx. They always cracked yeah. me up. And then Paul Mooney, and then the late, great uh, Mitch Hedberg. Well, I guess they're all late greats. Okay, so, so yeah. this
2: question was really tough because it's like I immediately could make a dozen lists.
0: Sure, I know. So it's, like, <laughs> it's hard. So
2: instead of I did two lists. I couldn't. I couldn't just do one. <laughs> okay, because that's <laughs> just right. not a. That's not fair. So the one list is uh, Richard Pryor, Ooh. Dave Chappelle, Robert Schimmel, nice, Ooh. and Sam Kinison.
0: Wow. For that one.
2: Okay. So for those a little less. Uh, a little less. Uh, uh fearful this one's for you but <laughs> but just it's still a great list you're still gonna get the best Norm McDonald uh uh-huh. Brian Regan Brian Regan Godfrey
0: Yes Oh I love Godfrey
2: Don Rickles
0: Whoa Get Out Yes That's
2: it that's Yo. a that's a great fucking show right that there. is Me. you know I just wanna yeah.
0: give a shout out to Godfrey because Godfrey's awesome. He's is he like a prodigy or something because somebody told me that he never does the same show to, I've worked like, with back Godfrey
2: a couple of times. I he's he's cool. I um I've worked with him. I remember the first time he came through. It's like I hadn't met him before. And uh, you know I pick him up at the airport immediately we have to go by the mall <laughs> <laughs> to buy
0: new sneakers
2: Just to I, I guess that's his excuse We bought something but he just basically just wanted to go show out you know his, oh, his, he's that's he's, cute. he's very he's he is one of the funniest people. I swear so, to God he, he is, is super so funny. underrated. He yeah. should be way more famous. I'm gonna tell you right now he should be huge.
0: Dude, you watch a show of his and you don't... Like, the laughter doesn't stop. It's constant.
2: And he does do... His show never stays the same twice. Even if he uses similar materials, like, he... Because he goes off of the audience a lot. He does a lot of crowd work type stuff. But the thing is, it's like, he just minds the audience for a topic. But he's got so much knowledge. The guy is so knowledgeable. Wow. That it's like, he's able to convey... uh Something funny, regardless of what it is, because he has an opinion.
0: Yeah, he has,
2: he knows what he thinks about things, and he knows how to convert that into comedy right away. He's hilarious. Yeah, he's, if you haven't seen Godfrey before, go see him live. You can catch it. He's got his own podcast in Godfrey. We Godfrey. We we trust. Yeah, you can check that out, and he does some stuff on there, and he does uh you know some impressions and stuff like that. But you need to see him live. Mm. There's yeah. yeah there's, He's one true. of the funniest guys. I've seen him a few times. Brian Regan and Godfrey are two of the funniest people I've ever seen live.
1: I just mm. saw Regan in April when he came uh, here to St. Pete. Uh, a friend of mine took me out there. It was my birthday month, April. So that was really cool to see him. Nice. Um, at Half Capacity Theater. I forgot the opening act. He was funny. But Brian, it was great. I love it because he comes out and he goes, Hey, haven't been doing this in a while now because of the pandemic. He goes probably gonna hear some stuff i already did gonna oh, do some new wow. stuff and he goes he just goes we'll see how it goes <laughs> and a couple so, of jokes it they didn't hit like it was yeah. just him but people were laughing nicely <laughs> because it's brian Regan, yeah and he's like all right we'll do that one let's go back to the stuff you know now and he'll, he'll go back to a couple old ones and he'll, he'll work on something else godfrey my quick godfrey story i'm pretty sure it was him i think it was him this was like 2006 when I was at 98 Rock, and they flew me out to L.A. to do the Nacho Libre Junket, the movie Junket, yeah, yeah. with wow. uh, Jack Black.
0: I love that movie. It was
1: awesome. Oh. So I, we got to interview the cast the next day. So Jack Black, the lovely lady who played the nun in the movie. Yeah, yeah. And some friends of mine gave me a couple of questions in Spanish, like not really totally sexual, but For like her? just crazy. You know. And she was so <laughs> breathtaking. She's beautiful. Because I mean, I'm sitting as close as I am almost. to just a oh table my between God. us. And she's just looking at me. And I'm just... With those big eyes. Those brown <laughs> eyes and the hair. Oh, my God. Um, but I went out that night. Uh, and I said, I got some sushi at a place called The Blowfish, which is no longer uh, apparently open over there. It was a great sushi. And I t- had a cab. And I said, take me to the closest comedy um, club. And I believe it was the comedy store. Yeah. And it was Godfrey <laughs> Hosting.
0: Oh, wow. And it was
1: uh, Jeff Ross... And a few other big nice. comics, uh, uh, Jeff—I uh, want to say Jeff Cesario, something Cesario—back yeah. in the day, he had a couple of comedy special, half-hour specials. Yeah, yeah. But I went up to Jeff Ross afterwards and I said, "Hey, Pat Largo, just—I'm uh, just in for, for radio, just doing something." I says, "One well, less I've seen you roast and everything on TV." And he's sitting by himself. I'm like, "Do I be one of those guys? Should I approach?" And he goes, "Oh man, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. But it was just so cool. So i like Jeff yeah. Ross was cool. I think I said hi to Godfrey, but he was hosting the night." That's how all and everything was just going on. So the excitement there was uh, was crazy. You're right though, hilarious, just hilarious. And
2: here's a here's a side note. Godfrey was actually the first person to ever do the open mic with me at the Tampa Improv.
0: No way. Oh wow and
2: we were trying to get it started. The stage wasn't even that that Where did he live that stage you know, he was he was down working Visiting. he was okay. no he was or he was working, working at the club. Yeah, yeah. But I was you know, I told him I was like, Yeah we're doing the you know, it's like I'm trying to get the open mic That's started so nice. in the in the bar area here. They didn't even have a stage in there yet. So yeah. we went out on the floor and just started doing the open mic and like he came in there cuz he's so supportive of he, comedians. oh my god
0: that's so refreshing it's like man
2: it's like so i was like i got nothing but respect for god yeah. for you. it's like first of all he's, so he's hilarious yeah. second he's yeah. a good person you can so catch like, him on yeah.
0: instagram live all the time oh yeah he goes, <laughs> he's on live <laughs> he all fucks the with t- people so much <laughs> i love it yeah he's pretty awesome so so what's your list you're my list give it to us okay it's a little bizarre but i would have anthony jeselnik
2: nice okay i love
0: him love love his just no fear yeah <laughs> um <laughs> john time. rivers
2: oh yeah
0: Stephen wright right i've um, got one of. His i almost switched still. it for uh mitch Hedberg because they you know i love that style i
2: still got him on vinyl
0: do you really steve Wright? i saw him live in lubbock texas y'all oh wow uh, i never laughed so hard i don't know if he was actually that funny or i was just living in the hick town so yeah. long that everything was funny to me yeah yeah <laughs> and then my last person would be mark vieira He's oh, a Puerto yeah, Rican yeah. comic out of New York.
2: He's yeah. so Yeah, like the, uh, the, the kings of uh, comedy oh, the, or New York the, comedy, something like that. So, oh, they yeah. They got like a, uh, like a crew up there oh, that he yeah. rolls with. Oh, yeah.
0: Okay. He's so funny yeah. to me. And, you know, speaking of gracious people, he's 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 like Godfrey. I don't know that he would help out with an open mic. He probably would. But I remember he was at the Tampa Improv. Um, I don't remember who were the hosts. It was either Mike Morris which I haven't heard of about him in a while. He's
2: been laying low, yeah.
0: Yeah. And I know it was Mike Morris, Rio was there, and I was just there watching the show. But after the show, he sat and talked to us for more than an hour about the business. That's
2: cool. And,
0: yeah. you know, giving us warning. Well, one of the things I remember the most was, you know, if, you're, if your material... Or your act isn't fire like, you know, like a lightning bolt hitting every so many seconds. Don't do a special. Just yeah, don't yeah. do it. Don't do it. And then he started naming like situations of other comics where the you know, they weren't ready and yeah. the special flopped and um and he was just really and he talked about like the financial, you know, like out of the streaming services, who do you really who really pays more? Yeah for a yeah. comedy special. So Yeah,
2: that's one of those things where a lot of people don't understand that the um those streaming platforms and I, I mentioned it before on a previous uh, podcast that uh, you know those streaming services are great and they're they're great if you can get on them and so forth. but the reality is as a performer, you're generally only getting paid once yeah, that's it. It's a buyout. so it it's is. like you're not making residuals off of that so even if a, a million people watch it. Unless those, uh, unless a percentage of those people are going to be buying merchandise from you, or coming out to support you live, mm. you've only gotten paid that one time. That's it. They've I already see. seen your show, so it's a buyout.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So
2: that's that's where that whole thing with the uh, unions started. The the whole different. They've been changing rules with the, uh, yeah, the yeah. union because. People aren't getting compensated past that one time.
0: Yeah, because when I did Naked, problem. I think yeah. it was like that before. And I couldn't get residuals.
2: Yeah, and that's because it's the it's under the new media contract. Yes. So they have to change that. And that's that's where a lot of the things are, you know, people are getting... A lot of changes are happening.
0: Yeah.
2: Like with the whole thing with Scarlett Johansson. Yes. She changed a lot. She, she did an incredible thing because that really affected... How contracts are going to be written now, because yeah, yeah, they can't. Because what they're doing is like any other contract and any other business. You have to honor that contract, or it's going to go to court or arbitration, and you're going to be liable. But with the studios, they try to turn around and just, uh, just reject the contract. No, this is this agreement is still valid regardless of covid but we're
0: gonna do yeah
2: regardless of anything else because this is talking about the theaters theater release and then you know our bonuses and our residual pay and they were just trying to bypass that and say yeah you know what we're just going to release it here everything's fine no it's, no, not. it's not yeah so that's a big mm. thing so that yeah, was our camera
1: yep that's so okay the show's over now <laughs>
2: yeah so well <laughs> let's uh Let's move on. I I made a, a quick list of five Thanksgiving movies for those people out there watching. Mm. So if they need something to watch for Thanksgiving, I'm gonna take notes. Okay. Because
0: right. I, I need a good Thanksgiving movie. So okay,
2: so here's my uh my my five, and they're a mixed bag of uh, movies. Uh, one is uh, Cowboys and Aliens. Cowboys and Aliens. Which is a a big sci-fi film. You should go it. It doesn't matter. If it's, if you don't watch that one, watch another one that's a, a big sci-fi film. That's always good. A big movie like that. Okay. Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yeah. If you're going to go out to the theaters. Simply for the fact that it's a feel-good film and it's nostalgic. And everybody's yes. going to be able to watch that and relate to it. Uh, also, Anchorman. Oh. Because it's an over-the-top film. Love And, you, it. and everybody needs an over-the-top film. Uh... Elf. I love Elf. We're going to stick with Will Ferrell on that. Over the top, sentimental, and we're getting into the holidays. Yes. Okay. I'm going to film Pat Largo's reactions to my film. And (laughs) the final one, he's looking at it right now. He can see the list. I think he agrees. I hope he agrees. I don't know. National Lampoon's Vacation. With Chevy Chase. Never heard of it. Oh
1: wow! <laughs> Is Come that your on.
0: favorite? Come oh, on! Shit!
1: Come on! <laughs> I'm tired of the white movies. No. <laughs> I need something with flavor. <laughs> yeah, it's a great one, of course, of course. Well, think about. It. See, I'm that kind of guy that doesn't. I, I mean, I sure I like family, but most of mine are gone now, so it makes the holidays very easy.
0: So, <laughs> so it's true. See, it's there's, true. There's a medium for it's the Grinch name. That stole <laughs> Christmas. It's true.
1: So, I mean. Like, I'll hang out with people for like an hour or so to be sociable, but I'm the guy that, like, if I go to your house and you've got the dog and some kind of man cave and beer... You'll find me there watching any kind of sport on down. I don't even know if I if it's squash, yeah. I don't give a damn. I'll watch it. I'll be playing with the dog, having a beer, and it'll be like, where's Pat? It's been three hours. You know where Pat is. He doesn't <laughs> want to be a part of this. That's true. So I will take the movies over hanging out with people. Not that I'm anti-antisocial. I'm just, <laughs> just anti-social. Just, anti- just one anti. Just one. But no, you're right. That was a good list. That was a good list. So I love uh national lampoons. You're right.
2: I do too. Well hey, let's uh let's send some people to some shows. There's only one way to do that, though.
1: Say it with me. Say where they at on three. One, two, three. Where, where are they, they at? at? And that's where we <laughs> tell you right here on Comedians on Cork Podcast, where some of the hot acts are in Florida and around the country. We have here Jessica Curson at Side Splitters, the original one on Dale Mabry in Tampa. She Oh, her new one-hour special, Talking to Myself, <laughs> debuts on Comedy Central uh, next month, December 6th, 2021. At the Tampa Improv, the 26th and 27th, that's tomorrow and Saturday, uh, comedian magician Eric Olson, and also then mentalist Michael C. Anthony for your uh, post-holiday uh, celebration there. Funny Bone, let's go to Virginia Beach. Let's, shall we? Let's, let's do it. Jay Phillips, I've been there. Yes, I know. You bet you got some stories out there, right? <laughs> I got some other friends with some stories out there. Jay Phillips at the Funny Bone in Virginia Beach, and then the um, Funny Bone in Toledo, Ohio. Shang from a uh, deaf comedy jam, and then here's a couple of big ones. Bobcat Goldthwait this mm-hmm. week at the Pittsburgh Improv. He's going to awesome. be there Thanksgiving weekend, okay. and Christopher Titus. <gasps> yes, he because I think he's got the new wife or girlfriend. And he just That's gotta why. plug yeah, he's gotta <laughs> plug along, man. He's gonna be at Hilarities in Cleveland and my man DL Hughley at Caroline's on Broadway tomorrow night, November twenty sixth. Uh, that's good Oh eight tickets left for that by the way in New York so. And that's oh, wow. currently. so they might already be sold oh, out. Oh, Wow. And one cl- a quick plug. this is the biggest little shopping event in the country. I'm gonna be um, hosting the entertainment stage for Shopapalooza at Vinoy Park in St. Pete. Over 300 vendors and uh, crafts and uh, 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 makers and nonprofits. It's two days, Saturday and Sunday, the 27th and the 28th at Vinoy Park. Lots of food, lots of entertainment. Uh Get your holiday shopping done. It's one of my favorite times of the year because we didn't do it last year. And that is Where They At. Other than that, let's wrap it up, baby. Again, we want to say thank you to Aniria Attorney for uh, for being with us. Real quick, where can people get a hold of you on social media?
0: You can go to Instagram at Aniria is funny. Uh, my website is also Aniriaisfunny.com dot com and Aneria Turney um, on Facebook. And I should be more active on Twitter, so look for me there, at Aneria Comedian.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Well, thank you. Have a great holiday, you and your family. You too. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming in. Again, thank you for the folks on Breaker. It's a new uh, podcast platform for us and also Spotify and all the other platforms. Look for us on uh, YouTube as we post a few times a week. Click that subscribe button. And again, you can get us on Facebook and Instagram at Comedians and, of course, ComediansUncorked.com. And a huge thank you to Julie Drolls-Hagen Century 21. Give her a shout. 727-902-9233 floridabeachbusiness.com For Tony God, my name is Pat Largo. Thank you for checking out episode 6 of the Comedians Uncorked podcast and as always, laugh. You deserve it. Happy Thanksgiving. We'll see you next week.